1: This episode is in partnership with Gloss Genius. Made for salons and spas, Gloss Genius is the only business management and payments platform that makes it easy to grow revenue and enhance the client experience, which we are all about here on The Treatment Room. From a beautiful online booking site to powerful marketing tools and low payment processing rates, Gloss Genius empowers you to run your full salon or spa in a stylish and smart way while feeling supported at every step. For 50% off for two months, go to glossgenius.com slash sign up and enter code TTRSPRING or check the show notes for details. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Treatment Room Podcast with your host, Tessa Zolli. I hope you're having such a great Tuesday wherever you are, and thank you so much for tuning in. I have such a special episode in store for us this week probably one of my favorites to date, kind of just felt like hanging out with a girlfriend at a sleepover and talking skin as we normally would, but I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode. I sit down with Mallory Miles, and if you're not following Mal on Instagram yet, I highly suggest you scoot on over there and give her a follow. It is so evident in everything that Mal does how much heart and quality and effort she puts into every aspect of her business and i feel like just being around her following her makes me better and i feel like it just raises the bar for all of us mal is one of the most kind-hearted genuine personable and dedicated estheticians i have ever come across in this industry To give you a little bit of background on Mal, she has been a master esthetician for five years. She graduated from the National Institute of Medical Aesthetics in South Jordan, Utah. She then went on to continue her education after realizing she wanted to specialize in acne. She developed MM Skincare and Acne Clinic in hopes to control her own acne that started at the young age of 13. Hope you guys love this episode. Don't forget to share it on Instagram. I love seeing your stories. Keep tagging me, it's awesome leave a little five-star review. It does not have to be long, but I so appreciate that good energy exchange. It really elevates our industry and allows more estheticians to find this podcast and further their education. Thanks so much for listening. Now, let's hop into the conversation with Mal. I'm here with Mallory Miles. Mal, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are, what you treat. Well,
0: first off, I'm so excited to be here, Tess, and I have to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to chat with you. I think what you're doing, like everything about you, your Instagram, your podcast, your new business venture, like I'm just so proud of you. Oh, absolutely. I get a text.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I feel... I feel the same about you. I look up to you so much. I'm so in awe of you. Your Instagram is perfection. It's literally a whole movie. And everything you do is so impressive. Your results are insane. And your products, just everything. I'm really in awe of it. And I'm sure everyone else listening feels the same.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, I'll give you a little background about me. So My name is Mallory Miles. I am a master esthetician and I became licensed in 2015. And, you know, like I feel like like a lot of estheticians, I went to school because I was struggling with my skin horribly. And so I, I kind of took the plunge into going to school to help myself because I was really struggling with acne that started at a really young age. I was like 12 years old. And, you know, wasn't getting a lot of answers from going to the dermatologist. I had tried, you know, switching up all my skincare, and was really focusing on my health and feeling like I was truly trying everything and nothing was fixing it. And I went to an esthetician at this time. I was probably 15 years old. She gave me a facial. Um at a place where I was actually job interviewing. So I I had a job interview and she was like, let's give you a facial, like get you into this world. And I just remember like a light bulb clicking where I was like, I felt so gross about my skin, but at the end of the facial, I felt so good. I just felt like such at peace. And I knew instantly that it was what I was supposed to do. And so I took the plunge and I I went I had moved out of the small town I grew up at and I moved to the big old city here in Salt Lake City, Utah and started going to esthetician school and I graduated and you know my skin wasn't where it where I wanted it to be at that point sure it had improved and I had learned so much but it wasn't it wasn't there, you know? It wasn't clear. And I remember thinking gosh, I'm a licensed professional. How am I going to get a job or how is someone going to trust me to help them with their skin when I'm still struggling? And so really at that point, I, you know, after school dedicated so much more time to continuing education, researching more about acne, um, and I was so in love with cosmetic chemistry and ingredients and like just the function of the skin that I just couldn't stop there. I, I knew I had to get answers for myself and I, I was like, I was not going to stop there, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really continued a lot of education about acne specifically, obviously. Mm-hmm. and And then in 2017, I decided to rent a room. And start kind of treating people and l- trying to implement things that I had learned over the years in an actual clinic. And so I rented a room for a few years. I'll fast forward you, save you a bunch of time. But- I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can go on about this story. And just because I'll, I'll try to cut it down a little bit. But yeah, in, then in 2020, I opened up my Murray Clinic and renovated it. It's like my dream space. And I did that through a pandemic, which looking back, I'm like, what the hell (laughs) was I doing? But I had no choice because I had bought the space and I was just thrown into it. And so here I am today still practicing and helping treat clients in clinic and virtually, which has been a huge part of my now job is treating all these beautiful faces across the country. And so and not to mention, I did hire my boyfriend now and he works for me. So he does a lot of my back end stuff and shipping and fulfilling. So we have a full team now.
1: Yes, we love <laughs> Chase. He's adorable. It's so cute to watch you two together. And I imagine you just have to have a really positive relationship, good communication skills to work oh, with yeah. your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: I know, I talk to people about
1: it, and I'm like, honestly, I
0: know it's not for everyone, but I couldn't imagine it any other way. I don't think I could trust anyone else. Like, he just does such a good job, and his heart is in it as much as mine is, and so it makes it so easy.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Well, take us back a little bit to going from having a suite to opening, like, a bigger space. How was that for you? How did you know you were ready? And I mean, seeing your space now, it's so beautiful. I'm sure it was a big project. How did you decide you were ready to take the leap? Oh, man.
0: I guess this really starts back even before I had made the plunge into renting that first space that I was in, just a little room. And let me mind, let me tell you, This space that I was renting, my first space, was the size of a closet. (laughs) It was so small and little, but it did me good while I was in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I really want to rewind a little bit because that that time in my life, I had learned a lot because I was working a corporate job. I worked for Nordstrom right out of esthetician school because I don't know if it's like this in California, but in Utah, the aesthetic industry, there's everyone's an esthetician. It feels like
1: you told me this, I think in Utah, it's, it's a big deal there. Yeah.
0: So I had a really hard time after school, finding a job that I wanted and pay that I wanted. (laughs) And so, and everyone right out of school, when you, when you're going to apply for jobs, wants you to have a lot of experience And so it's kind of a struggle to have the two align. And so I ended up, you know, seeing this job at Nordstrom at the Anastasia Brow Bar for just waxing. And I thought, man, I might as well just see like what the pay's like. And it was so much more than I was expecting, more than these medical spots were offering me because that was kind of where I thought I was going to go. I really liked the medical part of the field, but I just couldn't accept the pay that they were supporting. So I was blown away by Nordstrom and the benefits. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to dip my toes in. I'm going to see if I like it. I'm going to get some experience. I'm going to get some sales experience. And that was the best decision I ever made. <laughs> um, Because I did, I I got to learn so much more than just like brow waxing. I got to learn sales and I managed a few people and I got customer service experience And in the back of my head, I always knew that that wasn't my forever home, but I needed money and I needed time. And so, um, you know, there came, I I worked at Nordstrom for four years. And I remember in like my second year thinking, I'm just stagnant, like something needs to change. And I'm like, I really miss skin. I liked doing brows. I really did. I was good at it. I made so many clients and connections that I felt like, okay, if I have this clientele now, maybe they'll follow me, you know, maybe they'll leave Nordstrom. If they really like me, they'll come. And so I put it off for, you know, another two years of just going to work every day thinking, when am I going to do it? When am I going to make the hop into starting my business? And so finally one day I was just like, I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to do it. And so I, I, Found this little space that I was talking about, little room, started renting there. And I was still working at Nordstrom because I was like, I'm not going to hop all at once. I'm going to see if I can get a few clients on my own, still keep my brow clients separate, and we'll see how this goes. And it was really hard. Um, But I did. I did get like a handful of really good facial clients that just came to me for facials. And I started out, I'd work at Nordstrom Tuesday through Saturday. And then on Sundays, I would take these facial clients on my day off, which was exhausting. It was really hard. And I would go home to Chase every day and be like, I'm so tired. I can't do this anymore. And he's like, he would always just say, you got this. Like, think of your end goal. You got this. Like, it's only going to help. So he was my big cheerleader. Um. So yeah, I mean, a few, I would say maybe six months went by and it was like, Every Sunday I had like four facial clients and I'm like, dude, thinking about it, if I could do this every single day and do like four facial clients, I would only have to work like three or four days a week and I could be making just as much as I was making at Nordstrom. So it just came down to the fact that I was like, you know what? I need to buck up and I need to follow my dreams. And so, yeah, after working for Nordstrom for four years, I said, you know what? I got to go. I got to try. And if I fail, then I fail, but I have to try. And I can't tell you, almost all of my brow clients followed me. I was just like, I think I had really set myself up that way that I wasn't going to leap into it all at once. And so I had the, some of the facial clients, I had my brow clients, and it was just amazing. Um... Yeah, I. I, sorry, I don't even remember the question you asked me, but I feel like making the move into my new clinic, from my room to my new clinic, it was the same thing. I had taken little steps and I knew I was ready and I had money saved and I was prepared. And so I feel like that big leap from Nordstrom to the small room really gave me that confidence and helped me lead the way to where I am today.
1: I feel like it was a really smart choice, both financially and just to emotionally prepare yourself the way you kind of eased into it. I feel like that was really smart. If anyone is listening and is hoping to do the same, like eventually, you know, save enough to make the switch from a corporate job or another job to having their own space, any idea like what a range of um, Mm. like an amount of money somebody should save would be? An amount
0: of money. Well, you know, I remember... Before I left Nordstrom, I sat down at my kitchen table with a notebook and I was like, okay, how much is my booth rent? How much are supplies? And how much do I need to pay my bills in one month? And I broke that down and I was like, okay, I don't know. I, I think I kept them separate. So I was like, okay, my booth rent at that point was like five to $600. I knew that had to happen. You have to pay that to have a space. And I have a house, I have a mortgage, so I know I have to pay that. And I said, okay, if it's just brow waxes that I'm going to have to do, how many brow waxes am I going to have to do to make that money, you know?
1: You kind of reverse engineered it. Makes sense. Yes.
0: Yeah. And um, I'm trying to think, like, I think from there, I just was like, okay, I have to do X amount of brow waxes and... Maybe maybe I even like booked those clients out and saw, okay, how many in a month am I already doing that I'm only working one or two days a week at this booth that I'm renting? And I was like, okay, if I can do that, how many more would I have to... I don't know. I just broke it down that way. And I, I would definitely do that. Like have your, have your shit straight before you make a big hop.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you do still kind of have to bet on yourself at the end of the day because who can guarantee those people will fill the slots. You can't. Right. I think I also had
0: savings on my personal end that I was like, okay, if it's rocky, Mm -hmm. I need like, I think in my mind, I was thinking at least two or three months of my mortgage that has to happen. Um, just in case that I did save that I did. I was, I'm a saver. I'm a big saver.
1: Yeah. Well, it's smart. And I mean, now you're in a position where you have a beautiful space. You have such an elegant practice. You're just killing it. I'm so proud of you. And you're doing something I wish more estheticians would do. And I, I am curious to get your thoughts. You obviously have your own product line. So you work strictly with your own products how did you come to that decision that that's kind of the route you wanted to go versus working with another brand? Yeah.
0: Well, let me first say that a lot of my knowledge about skincare started at that young age when I was working at that little spa at my hometown. Part Mm -hmm. of my job then was to sell skincare. And here Mm -hmm. I'm like 15 and they're like, okay, we (laughs) want you to sell like X amount of like here's your goal for the month, sell $3,000 worth of skincare month. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? And at that point I was still trying to help myself. So I was really into ingredients and I wanted to know why did that product burn my face? What was in that? What does, okay, it was salicylic acid. What does salicylic acid do? Like at that young of an age, I was so submerged into understanding chemistry and how products work. So it starts there. Um, but yeah, after school, I mean, I really tried everything and that's why I was so frustrated was in my school. They were so amazing. I went to just the most amazing school. We carried Glymed and SkinCeuticals and SkinMedica and Elta MD. So we had all the medical based skincare products. Yeah. And the trainings were so intense. Like I remember Glymed would come and do like a three to five hour seminar. And we would just go over every single product. And I just felt like I was truly doing everything by the book. I mean, I was doing Mm -hmm. heels and lasers, and I was doing more intense stuff. And then I'd cut back and I'd say, okay, let's just try gentle stuff. And so I was so frustrated that nothing was working. And then I hit a point where I was, you know, graduated from school, I look in the mirror, and I'm like, You've gotta be kidding me. Do I have wrinkles? <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> right. I mean, like this, this is new? Not- Are you kidding?
0: Things? This is not happening. Ugh. And so then I like panic. And I'm like, okay, do we switch gears? Do I stop t- treating my skin like not teenager? Uh-huh. You, know, you think of acne, you think, oh, I'm just using teen products or aggressive products. Yeah. And so then I'm like, okay, do we switch gears and do I go just full-fledged into anti-aging products? Like I felt like I could not find the perfect balance. And I feel like the things that were more anti-aging were clogging me up and my acne would get worse. But then if I did too much acne products, I felt like I was stripping myself. So it was purely from frustration, you know? And so, yeah, I was just like, you know what? Like, how hard is it to, to make one product that does both? And so with just a simple Google search of how to create your own skincare line, I didn't know if it was like, do you have to be a dermatologist? Do you have to be a chemist? Like you hear of celebrities creating their own line or certain things. And so it started with a simple Google search of how to create your own skincare line. And then I just went down the rabbit hole (laughs) and it sounds so simple, you know, but I mean, I had had a lot of knowledge on things I wanted. I knew I wanted like exfoliating products. I knew I needed like something with AHAs, but I also knew I needed barrier supporting ingredients. And so I thought, okay, let's just try, like, let's just see. And so I, you know, found one lab that I I would call, I'd just ask, like, what's the process like? And they talk you through things. Um, but I didn't, I didn't choose. That's like one advice I would give people is if you're interested in creating your own line, first stop and ask yourself, like, why are you even considering that? Like, is that, I feel like you now are seeing more estheticians creating their own lines just because, yeah, for like the branding or they they don't have like the right mindset. Like you have, it to, have has to
1: be like solutions based. It has to be because you can't get it somewhere else or you have a vision for something that doesn't exist. Right, right. So, yeah. So, I mean, don't, don't just do it just
0: because and don't settle for, you know, the first lab you contact. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like one yeah. lab had like some things that I wanted, but they didn't have an AHA that I wanted, or maybe they had something else, but I just, I didn't want to settle. Don't settle for one lab. Really take your time. And, you know, for me, it took, it took a long time. I would get a prototype back. I would test it on myself for months. I would have my friends and family test it. And then I, if I felt good about it at that point, then I would have a client test it. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of what I've learned has just been in clinic like just testing it and
1: seeing what happens right right and so what are the formulas that you decided on so
0: initially my first product was my wash just my cleanser because I just wanted to start there me too me too yeah Yeah. you too also (laughs) congratulations like what the heck I'm so proud of you you. thank you and I want to try it You send me some stuff and I'll send Uh you some
1: stuff. Love it. Love it. We're doing it.
0: Yes. So yeah, I started with my wash first, which has changed over the years. It's not what it was when it first started. Um, But I knew like, let's just start with the basic. Let's just start with the cleanser, right? Yeah. And so that was my first formula. I knew that I wanted it to be like a gel base because I'm just the biggest fan of having the squeaky clean feeling, but I didn't want it to be like,
1: stripping of course right I I felt similar I felt like there wasn't a non-irritating cleanser that was going to remove makeup and not disrupt the barrier and I feel like cleansing gets this rap as like it has to be this disruptive thing like you can only wash your face once a day because it's this whole you know disruptive event but it really doesn't have to be and that's where I too felt like that kind of product was needed and it's amazing how sophisticated the lines are that are out there but I felt like that didn't exist yeah you're so right why is that like why why do cleansers
0: have have that like mindset I don't or like have to be that way or feel I also feel like it's like a client thing too because I have some clients that are like I just love like that super deep
1: Uh squeaky
0: clean feeling and I'm like oh boy okay what are we doing here what are you using
1: yes (laughs) Okay, so it started with a wash, and I mean, your the yeah. the results I see, especially in terms of, of acne, are pretty transformative. Yeah. What types of formulas do you feel like can help to achieve those results?
0: Well, first off, um, they can't be comedogenic, right? There can be like no pore clogging ingredients. So my understanding of that was what really led me. To, to doing my skincare line because like I said the anti-aging products that I was using there was always like glycerol steroid SE or like sodium lauryl sulfate or like there was something in there that was comedogenic so all of my formulas completely avoid any poor clogging ingredients and that was like my top priority.
1: How are you such a wizard? I mean you oh see God. your before and afters. Mallory is very humble you guys but go check her Instagram out. I mean it's mind-blowing like Seriously, some of the best results I've ever seen. So I'm kind of wondering, what acids do you like? What is the home care like that you're recommending? What's kind of the program you put your acne clients on? So first off, when it comes to acne, there's always the
0: lifestyle portion, right? And we can get into that. But as far as topically, my really my goal with all of my clients is... One barrier support, always sun protection, always. And lastly is just like you said, with all of my results, it truly is finding the perfect amount of exfoliation, the right form, the right amount, the right percent, the right derivative. There's so many things that go into it. So really knowing my client, acne type, skin type will help me figure out what home care to put them on. And I have, you know, I have a few different serums. I have my Mandelic, I have my Glycolic, I have a vitamin A. Um, So I get to choose, I get to pick and choose and I love testing and just seeing. So that's kind of what I figured out over the last few years is, um, you know, if someone comes in with more like non-inflamed acne and, and texture and blackheads, typically glycolics and vitamin A's really do best at treating that. Um, but if if they're more so inflamed, you know, we need to work at calming a lot of the that inflammation or cystic acne or whiteheads. We need to calm that down. And so Mandelic does a really great job at that. I also forgot to mention, I do have a benzoyl peroxide called my acne gel, which I love for both acne types. So yeah, it really is truly finding that perfect balance. And I feel like maybe what separates me, and this might scare a few people, what separates me... From a lot of estheticians is, I'm not scared to be aggressive in ways, and this has taken me a really long time to figure out, um, that I may, you know, work my clients up, which is a very small, small, really uh, long process of figuring out. Okay, how often can they use the mandelic serum? Is it a couple times a week? Is it every day? Is it every day and every night? I'm not scared to go there because I have like such a close relationship with my clients. And, you know, I I know the warning signs of like barrier issues or over exfoliation. So I think that's what kind of separates me is I'm not scared to go there. I'm not scared to let someone use a serum day and night. If they can, if their skin can support it, that's what's most important. So yeah, all of my before and afters are like strictly with just skincare if they ever come in clinic it's i'm doing something to just really support their routine i never do like deep peels or microneedling or anything like it's strictly just home care and lifestyle so yeah
1: I cannot believe I'm saying this. It is a total dream collaboration come true. Today's episode is in partnership with Nutribullet, the easy to use, easy to clean, affordable blender. Smoothies are so near and dear to my heart because making them was really the first action step that I took on my health journey. Starting in high school, before I even stepped foot in a gym, I started making smoothies. And that habit has stuck with me. I'm now 31 years old. I make a every single day, sometimes two. And I really think enjoying that process is key to having longevity with your healthy habits. The Nutribullet Blender Combo is the most versatile Nutribullet, and this thing is sweet, you guys. It allows you to effortlessly switch between a single-serve or full-size blending option. From smoothies and protein shakes to savory soups and dips, Nutribullet's signature blending process transforms high-fiber fruits, veggies, nuts, and seeds into silky Perfection. As an esthetician and nutrition coach in training, I love how nutrient dense smoothies can be. You can really pack a lot of antioxidants, fiber you don't get from juice, greens, and protein into a delicious on the go meal option. Smoothies are also affordable. Nutribullets dietitians have estimated that it costs only a dollar and 60 cents to make a smoothie in your own home versus $7 you could spend at the store and I know I've spent a pretty penny on some bougie smoothies. Lastly, smoothies are also easy to digest and absorb. We hear a lot about gut health and the gut skin connection these days. The reason I love smoothies is they're already pre-digested for you. So instead of your body needing a ton of energy to break down that meal. Smoothies are very easy to absorb, which means more energy for glowing skin. Don't settle for blenders that leave your smoothie filled with chunks. Go to Nutribullet.com and use promo code TTRSPRING for 20% off your order. Once again, that's Nutribullet.com and use my promo code TTRSPRING for 20% off. If you don't have a Nutribullet in your kitchen, you are missing out. Which is what I love about you. And I feel like that's where we relate a lot because we're both so big on the lifestyle piece. And I feel like you're the yeah. perfect person to talk about lifestyle, acne. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it can be a tough conversation to have with people. How yeah. do you go there? What questions do you ask? What do you find oh. is kind of where you find that like sweet spot of success?
0: Oh gosh. Well, it's it's a big process. My consultations are like, an hour and a half. (laughs) I really go everywhere. I have, now I have this, um, form that I have my clients fill out before I even like FaceTime with them, or if they're in clinic before I even see them. So I'm able to get all their information all in one space. And I mean, I talk everything from your history, your medical history. I want to know what's happened when your acne started. I want to know what medications you've tried. Have you done Accutane? Have you only done antibiotics? I ask about gut health, are you going to the bathroom, medicines, Same. supplements, I'm like, sorry. we get in <laughs> We depth. gotta ask. We talk about periods, <laughs> we go everywhere. And I think yeah. that's what's so great is being a provider, you can get really close with clients and they wanna feel understood. They want to know that that you're listening because most of the time, unfortunately, we're going to the dermatologist or something for our skin And, you know, they can be quick. They can be quick to throw the prescription pad out. They can be quick to say just Accutane. And they're not assessing the skin. They're not asking questions. And I've, you know, I've gone through it that way. And so clients want to tell you everything. And sometimes I just start my consultation out by just saying, tell me, tell me like when your acne started and what's led you here. That is what I start with. And I'll let them kind of just unload their story because they, they need to. They need to tell you what's going on.
1: Same. I feel like sometimes I'll phrase it a little bit differently and either way before the question is even fully out, they're like, here's everything that's been going on. Like they can't, it's such a relief for them to get it off their chest. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. And from there I can really, you know, if it's a young client and and I, I just know what way to go, like for my young clients, I know there's certain things like sports that I need to ask about with sweating and supplements. I still do talk about like hormones and periods because like either they have not started their menstrual cycle or they have. And I like to know certain things like that. Or if it's a client, you know, they unload and they're like, I just had a baby and like I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed. I I just kind of know which way I'm going to go with the consultation or what triggers. They're just all stored up in the mind. But to answer your question, yeah, I have an intake form that will ask medications, supplements. I ask them what they eat in a day, a typical day of eating. I ask about the acne trigger foods, if they're eating any of those. I ask what makeup they're wearing, what their whole skincare routine is. What are some of the acne trigger foods? I feel like that's really interesting. Well, I feel like you've heard of a lot of them, right? So, you know, the typical, like, I love to know what oils and salts they're cooking with, um, you would diet the amount of people that are like, I use corn and vegetable oil. And I'm like, okay, simple swap. Let's just do olive oil and avocado or coconut oil, you know, cause some of those can be inflammatory oils. Same with the salt. Everyone uses table salt, you know, and those high iodides can be issues. So switch into a sea salt. I mean, you live in cutie California. So I feel like everything out there is so health conscious.
1: Well, it's interesting because I'm, it's just interesting to see different types of clients. Most of m- mine, you know, are using Himalayan, but they're from all over the country. So it's just interesting to see, you know, Oh my different gosh. Client I groups have different so, things.
0: Yeah, that is my question for you. What are people eating out of country? Because right now I'm only working with people in the US and Canada, but do you treat people in like Europe or anything like
1: that? I don't just because okay. I can't get them product and I feel like it's kind of useless if I can't that's the big thing it's hard yeah shipping I wish really I could
0: really someone, needs, I to tell us. Tell someone us
1: needs to tell us someone needs to tell us
0: how we can be better
1: I don't know and I feel so bad when you get those dms like do you ship to Canada and I'm like I'm sorry it'd be so so expensive so Canada's not that bad
0: um it is it's like anywhere from like 18 to $20. But I do have some Canadian clients. Oh, okay. We'll have to talk after this about shipping and I can give you some tips.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like constantly looking at the clock because you're like a treasure trove of information. I'm like, How oh my gosh, I've already gone so
0: long. <laughs>
1: I know. I'm like, I really got to get the best questions out of them now. But oh, cool. yeah, that's so, so interesting about the the acne trigger foods. What do you do, Mal, if you feel like your client is kind of at a standstill and they're not progressing, the acne is still bad, um, what What do you do there? Do you kind of prompt for more? It's hard when you've gone over, over those questions initially. Sometimes for me, a struggle I have in virtual consultations is I don't want to keep asking, like, have you really cut out the dairy? Have you really cut out the alcohol? What's going on? Do you just go there oh I hate it so
0: bad I hate it it so bad because I just like in the consultation I'm so black and white like they've received this information in so many different ways they've received it through my video format with my consultation they've received it on paper and you know I I try to do a really good job at our check-ins like I do weekly check-ins with all of my clients I don't know how I do that but I do it's so important that, you know, after they get their, get going like month one, I'm like, hey, have we made all these changes? You know, I try to like really instill in them that like I can only do so much topically that it's truly your job to go home and take care of your body and what you're putting in there. I can't go home with you and say, no, don't have the dairy, don't have the cheese. So, yeah, it sucks. But most of the time I'm like, you know what? And I try to just say like we're on the same team here. I just want to make sure everything is top notch when it comes to your lifestyle. So just be honest. Have we really worked on all of the lifestyle choices I've suggested? And most of the time, at that point, they know. Either they know they're like, shit, no, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> if I can swear, I'm sorry. Or no, yeah, they're I'm like, seeking. yes. Sometimes they're like, yes, mm-hmm. Mallory, I'm doing everything literally to a T. And so at that point, if someone is like, no, I haven't, then I'm like, you know what? this is only going to like, I'm here to help you. And you're, you're cutting yourself short by not doing it. And so at that point, usually they're like, you're so right. I'm going to be so much better. And usually I see a turning point there. If I hear, no, I'm doing everything, Mallory, what is going on? Like they know I'll, I'll usually point out like, oh, you're not progressing. Like I would like you to, which doesn't happen often, but I, when it does, I know. And I'm like, you know what, you're just not where you're supposed to be and so i'll say okay let's let's look at your intake form really quick and i'm just going to ask okay um one of the sneaky ones that i've been finding recently is a water softening system um those can be those can be so triggering for acne because of the salt sitting on the skin and so i would say in the last week i have found a handful of clients that just aren't where they're supposed to be and i'm like okay let's pull the intake form up Da, 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 da. I see water softener. I see like, I make all the checks like, oh, they're having dairy. Oh, they work out this much and they're not toning after the gym. Oh, they're not washing their makeup brushes. Oh, they're using the wrong makeup and hair care. So I'll go back through and I'll say, okay, have we changed the water softener? Have you been so good about your diet? How's your health been like lately? Like I'll just ask the questions and usually we find something, you know, water softener as in like shower filter. Water softeners, so they're really big here in Utah. They're a tank that holds salt that runs through all your water, your sink water, your shower water. And people install them because it helps with hard water, like the stains you get on like your glass. Okay. It's kind of a bougie thing to have, but it is not helpful for
1: the acne prone. Wow. That's so good to know. I've heard a lot of theories about, you know, congestive minerals chlorine. So I'm really wondering what the correct route is to tell acne clients to go if, if they're interested yeah. in, you know, having a certain filter or whatever. Um, but you're saying definitely not this yeah. soft water. No, not
0: the not the water softener that holds the salt. There are attachments that you can put on your head. Um, I think I have one linked in my Amazon shop but you don't want the ones like there are some that have like coconut oil in them. And it's like, okay, we don't want that one. Yes. For like your hair. Oh, wow! I know one of my clients had one of those. So you don't want those, but there is one, I feel like it's called aqua bliss. I feel like that's what it's called, but it does. It removes the chlorine and everything. And I would say, if you're worried about that, that would probably be the best route to go rather than installing like this fancy water softener salt system in your home. Like, you have to think it's kind of like the ocean.
1: Like, it's just salt sitting on the skin. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. We really have to be detectives and, like, aware of everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you really do. I mean, that's our job, right, is to play detective? Yeah, it's kind
1: of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What about clients who you feel like there's an obvious hormonal imbalance? Something's off here with their cycle, mm-hmm. digestion, something like that. Are you referring out to a dermatologist, hormonal specialist at that point? I wish I had like more connections this way.
0: Um, you know, like usually I'll 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 see it. I'll say, like, how's your cycle been? They've already told me, like, oh, it's kind of off. And, you know, in my consultation process, I do have a plethora of hormonal supporting information. My favorite thing is tracking your cycle. I'm sure you and everyone else under the moon has at least maybe heard of it. And so I use that MyFlow app, um, who was created by Alyssa Vitti. It has so much information about your cycle. Obviously, if you're tracking, you know where you're at and what phase you're in. And the the app will really suggest different foods to eat during different phases of the month, which I feel like is so helpful because truly to me, I think I've really struggled my own with having PCOS and figuring out, you know, what the best plan of action is. And I've been told like to go on birth control, right? That's usually like what doctors and everyone are suggesting to... Balance your hormones, go on birth control. But that is just the band-aid answer. And I'm I'm not about it anymore, you know? And so I'm really honest. And I'll just say, like it starts from your lifestyle. And I truly feel like you what you're eating is the most important part of your hormones. If you're not getting micronutrients, if you're not getting in enough antioxidants, if you're not getting the things you need, your body cannot literally create hormones. And so I like, I really like clients to come in and get aware with their cycle, get aware of like, yeah, there's these different phases of the month and you need different foods during those certain phases. And you also need to be doing different physical activities during certain times of the month. You know, from what I've learned is that you literally cannot overexert yourself in your end of your follicular phase to your, um, or sorry, your luteal phase to your menstrual phase, because It will turn on fat storage and your cortisol levels will be high. And obviously that affects the skin. So I like people to get more in tune with their body. I really love that app too, because you can make notes. There's a note section. And I tell people like, if you have a reoccurring symptom, you need to write that down so that when the time comes that you're like, okay, maybe I need to see a specialist for this or God forbid something really serious happens or you end up in the ER, you have all that data of, okay, these are the things that have been happening. This is how often they're happening. This is where my cycle's at. Like I remember going to the doctor one time and they said, when was your last cycle? And I was like, I have no idea.
1: (laughs) You know? So I think it starts there. It's easier for them to dismiss you if you don't have a paper trail. And this is something Mel and I have learned from both having our own health issues. Like you really can't just let let things go on and not keep note of it It, like nobody else is really going to be your advocate so you have to you have to yeah so even I keep a note section in my phone like I write down every symptom because it's it's the data you know um so I totally agree with you
0: there's a really awesome tool that I've been getting into recently it's Um, A little bracelet you wear at night that tracks your basal cell temperature, and so it can tell you when it thinks you're ovulating, and then you can kind of align that with your your period tracker, and know, okay, the period tracker says I'm going to ovulate this week, but my Um, it's the one that I use is called temp drop. It says, oh, I haven't ovulated yet. So then you can really go into the doctor and be like, look, I'm ovulating super late, or maybe you're not ovulating at all. Like it does not think you're ovulating. And so then you can really go in and then they can look at your blood work and be like, okay, well, where are you at in this phase? And I think that that's a better way of going about hormonal irregularities.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned not pushing yourself too much at certain stages. That's a trend I'm seeing. It's not only just the dairy and the peanuts and, you know, the fast food lifestyle. It can be really healthy people who are just so go, 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 (laughs) AKA us throughout their day, like high cortisol, high caffeine, you know, really intense HIIT workouts, just really, really disrupting their bodies.
0: Yeah, it's so true. I, I, And I think that that's what a lot of people will learn more is to listen to their body. I posted that the other day of how, like, I wanted to know the percentage of people who follow me. Do, do you listen to your body? Do you know when your body are giving you cues? Like, are you tired? Are you resting? Like, I feel like I'm so in tune with my body. And I know that there's some people yes. that just burn themselves out. And the next thing you know, they're sick, you know?
1: yes. And how has your journey with just PCOS and acne, how has that been? I mean, it seems like you're at a place now where your skin, I'm looking at you right now, is super clear. I'm sure it hasn't been easy to get to that point, but how have you kind of managed both acne and PCOS?
0: Well, I'll tell you, it's like never ending. I'm always learning. I feel like if you asked me what point in my life I'm at, I'm really still in the learning phase of this. So I go through times where I'm really frustrated and super down and just feeling discouraged or I don't, I don't feel well. And then there's some times where I'm like, I'm on a high, my skin is perfect. Like, and so I think that's truly like what people need to understand is Mm -hmm. if you're dealing with a hormonal related symptom or you're dealing with hormonal imbalances or you're dealing with acne, these things are not curable, but they are controllable, you know? So, you know, my skin can look really good sometimes and the next thing you know i'm like what the hell (laughs) and so now i just at least know my triggers and i can be like i don't have to i was at a point where i was like what is causing my acne what is doing it for me i'm so frustrated i have no answers and now i know i'm like oh man yeah duh i didn't get my rest i haven't been taking care of myself i haven't been eating well I was so tired I skipped my routine last night. Like, you know. things, And at least you can hop back on. And I have all the tools in my tool belt now to know what to do. But honestly, I will – I'm just going to give you a little secret. I have a new product that's launching in a few weeks. And I literally feel like it has changed my skin tremendously. So I feel
1: really good. (laughs) That is awesome. It's so nice when you find a product that – feel special and you can feel the difference. Do you want to tell us about it or do you want to wait? Ooh, I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit. Because I have been
0: talking about it like in clinic to clients. So I'm sure like if anyone listens, well I may get some you may have some new people that have never heard of me, but it's a copper peptide moisturizer and it's so healing. And I feel like it was like just what I was like lacking. Mm. I was having issues and like a lot of clients are with exfoliation like I say finding that perfect balance that this is the gonna be next level it's so supportive that I'm able to continue using all of my HAs and my vitamin A without having the flare of like flaking so much and then my skin barrier unhappy so yeah it's been great
1: (laughs) that is so exciting I love copper peptides I will send you one
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, I feel so
1: special. Thank you. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And yeah, I can totally relate with finding that moisturizer that supports an acne fighting regimen because I find the same thing like certain people can tolerate exfoliation in quotes. Every single day, maybe in a serum form, depending on the way it's delivered, like maybe a little azelaic acid in the morning, a little like special retinol or benzoyl or both, if it's the right formula together, it can really depend yep. on how we're supporting the skin. It's so true. You're yeah, you're so smart. You're so right. See, you're on the that. same page. <laughs> will, I just feel like we're synced. Like I feel like you're the Utah version of me. <laughs> you're so true we're twins we are we are but to me you're more impressive and, and cooler oh. no
0: no way <laughs> yes i just am so happy for you like I just think it's so amazing that you're paving the way for all of these estheticians who you know think that it's the end-all be-all to just treat people in person you know like you're so uh-huh. inspiring that all you do is virtual like it's so great for you.
1: It's I'm just so well, happy thank for you. you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way about you. And it's great for me to see somebody else achieving incredible results, doing the same thing, because don't get me wrong, like there are challenging um, conditions and challenging uh, clients. So, yeah, seeing that it can be done is really reassuring. So I look to you a lot, yeah. too. Oh yeah thank yeah. you <laughs> well Mel thank you so so much for joining us it has been amazing I would I can't love it to do it again fast. soon I know I it really did go fast but I knew mm-hmm. that would happen we'll have yeah. to do a part two sometime when would we can to. find a minute and I know there's more we can talk about tell us where people can find you whether it's on social media or to find your services
0: oh my gosh please come hang out with me on Instagram. I just love, I just love all of, I don't want to say followers. I hate seeing followers. I just love all my people. So come hang out with me. My Instagram handle is Mallory Miles. Um, and that's, you know, where I share all the behind the scenes of in clinic. I share products, education, all, all the fun things, food. I share chase, a little bit of Ozzy, my dog. So come hang out
1: guys, go check out her Instagram. It's truly a work of art. It's very evident how much time and effort you put into it. Just like the aesthetic of your grid, the quality of everything. It's really, really evident. And I know you work super hard on it. So go check her out on Instagram. What's your website now?
0: My website is mmskinclinic.com.
1: Perfect. MM for Mallory
0: Miles. Don't let me butcher that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. MM Skin Clinic. And we'll link all of that in the show notes in case anybody wants to find Mal, book a little consultation with her. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing some of your secrets and tips. I so appreciate it. Of course. Love you, Tess. Love you too. You're the best, Mal. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys, for listening.